It's Wednesday, January 25th, 2023. Welcome to the Philly Press Box Radio Roundtable brought to you by the Irish Rover Station House in Langhorne, PA, Allstate Insurance in Westchester, PA, and the Edge of Philly Sports Network. I'm Bill Furman. I'll be your host tonight along with my partner, Jim Chet Chesko. Hey, Chet. The Eagles just dominated the Giants on their way to the NFC Championship game against the 49ers. The Sixers went out west and won all five games to climb into second place in the Eastern Conference. The Flyers are back to playing, well, near 500, below 500 hockey. Eh, They are what they are. Spring training is just around the corner. Pitchers and catchers February 16th. And with that, the Baseball Hall of Fame has named its class of 2023. uh, And there's some Philly flavor in that. There's so much going on, as always, in the Philly sports world. Can't wait to get your take, Bill, on that former Philly going into the baseball <laughs> hall. We'll talk about can. that. <laughs> the Sixers had a great West Coast trip. They're back home tonight taking on the Nets with you-know-who. But the Eagles will certainly take up a lot of our conversation tonight because, of course, they're one win away from a return trip to the Super Bowl, baby. And, oh, Bill, happy Florida Day. My national calendar thing tells me today is Florida Day, whatever that means. So I see you were enjoying it. You got some sunburn on your head. <laughs> Well, I didn't know that it was Florida Day, but I tell you what, it was 82 degrees today, and uh, today was pressure wash defense day at, at my house, and I got burnt kind of <laughs> up today. It's uh, it's what goes on here in January. It's uh, This is spring here for us. Uh, we get these uh, chores that you might do in May. We do in January, and uh, I, I got a little burnt today. Yeah, it's a tough life, pal. Tough life. It is. It is. Well, hey, we have a great guest joining us tonight to talk Eagles and the NFL playoffs and everything else. Invincible Vince Papali is going to join us. Hard to believe it was 46 and a half years ago that Vince tried out for the Eagles and, you know, made the team under that brash new young head coach, Dick Vermeil. Vince is so much fun to talk to. Absolutely. And it's such, such a personable guy for sure. Looking forward to that. Hey, uh, Let's talk Eagles. Uh, man, what a butt whipping they put on the Giants on Saturday night. Uh, I had to start out of what in general. Did the result surprise you? Uh, the result didn't surprise me. The fact that the Eagles won, that is. But the margin did, I guess, a little bit. I predicted 30 to 20 Eagles, you may recall. But, man, what a pleasant surprise. I mean, Jalen looked like he had no lingering effects from that shoulder injury. Lane Johnson toughed it out despite his injury. That's, you know, a pretty serious injury. He's going to need surgery in the offseason. And he's, he dominated yet again. No pressures, no sacks allowed as usual. And the defense was great holding the G-men to that one inconsequential touchdown. So, yeah, an all-around fun butt-whipping on the part of the Eagles for sure. Yes, it was. i tell you, what did I tell you would, would really make me happy is if they just came out and punched them in the mouth. And they did. And they did, man. It, it was fun to watch. Six, seven, eight yards of carry doing just about anything they wanted from the opening kickoff to the end. Yeah, and it really, really was great to see Jalen doing his thing again because, you know, they need him healthy if they're going to win these final two games. So that, that was great to see on his part. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I'll uh, we'll, we'll get to a little more of that talk uh, after Vince, but uh, I got some thoughts for the 49ers. What would you think of the 49ers-Cowboys game, uh, Dak? was Dak, and uh, 49ers played pretty good defense. We'll see how that matchup goes with the Birds. Yeah, I mean, the Cowboys certainly had their chances, but uh, the 49ers did not look unbeatable. I think the Eagles can handle them. Uh, Brock Purdy was good, but I don't think he's anywhere near as good as Jalen Hurts. And speaking of the Cowboys, before we move on from them, did you see that even their own team Twitter account kind of threw Dak under the bus, as you can see in this uh, uh, picture that I just posted. That is an official Dallas Cowboys account. Yeah, 
there's a lot of problems down there, you know, whether, whether it's Prescott, whether it's Jerry Jones, it all starts with Jerry Jones, I guess. But, uh, you know, this is the same guy who was screaming at his kicker for missing extra points the week before. Well, you might want to play a better game than that yourself. If you're going to start pointing fingers at the other guy, um, certainly two terrible thrown balls that he got intercepted that he should not have ever thrown. Um, and they led to points for the 49ers. I, I think the 49ers, you know, they're going to rely on their defense. I think uh, Purdy is going to see some things that he's never seen before. He did this week from from Dan Quinn, who's a nice coach, and he's a defense coordinator for the Cowboys. I think the, the Eagles are going to throw a lot of, lot of uh, new stuff at them, and the environment is going to be hostile. Yeah, that's the thing. I think the crowd can really, really help the Eagles this Sunday. You'd much rather be playing the game at the link than you would out in San Francisco. Uh, you know, they say playing in your perspective uh, field or ballpark gets you, you know, two to three points. It might be more in this case for the Eagles because, as, as you know, the fans are just wild. And I think they're going to rattle Brock Purdy a bit. Yeah, well, they're going to do everything they can. If the kid can withstand it, more power to him. But I think uh, the, the Eagles fans are going to be, I, I probably shouldn't say loaded up because they probably will be loaded up. <laughs> well, that but, too, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that too. But they're they're going to be loaded for bear. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun to, to watch that game. Um, Purdy has been really good. And, and he's, yeah. he's controlled the football and not turned the ball over. And that's what... Uh, you know, that's what it's going to take to win this game for sure. Yeah, uh, I, I can't wait. I wish it was Sunday morning already so we can, you know, start <laughs> gearing up for 3 o'clock. But we got to wait another, I guess, four days or whatever it is at this point still. We'll, we'll get there. That, that's right. Well, hey, um, you had a chance to visit with the Invincible Vince Papali yesterday. He, he had an obligation tonight, so he couldn't join us. But uh, you got to sit with him and uh, spend some time. Tell us about that. and. Uh, Let's hear what the Invincible has to say. As you know, Bill, uh, Vince is now a Florida guy like you, but he's up here in the Philly area this week, too. No, he didn't want to get a sunburn today. No, no sunburn for him. <laughs> he's got a bunch of appearances on his schedule ahead of the Eagles game. Uh, believe it or not, we haven't had him on the show for a full five years, and that is way too long because he is so darn good. So, yeah, I reached out to him, and he was able to squeeze us into his schedule. And I should notice we did – I should mention we did tape this yesterday and at the time he just found out something about uh coach of the Jags, Doug Peterson winning a coach of the year thing, but it's not the official coach of the year. He was referring to this news that came down. It's the one Oh one awards from the committee of one Oh one or whatever, but the, their choices are pretty good right there. Doug Peterson, AFC coach of the year, Brian Dayball, the giants got to get props. Uh, Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes, the two offensive players of the year right there. So, you know, not terrible. Giants coach of the year? Come on. Hey, he didn't have a whole lot to work, but they were expected to win four or five games. So I they were better. About they that. were better, but coach of the year? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the thing a lot of people are really upset about is the fact that uh, Nick Sirianni didn't even get one of the top five or he – Apparently, they whittled that down, the NFL, from five to three. So he's not one of the three finalists. Apparently, he and Sean McDermott were fourth and fifth. So, yeah, Sirianni will not be one of the top three coach of the year candidates among coaches. But anyway, I digress. Yes, you do. Hey, uh, one other thing I want to tell you. Uh, You talked about not having Vince for five years. I believe if I it showed up in my little Facebook memories today, it was today. You are, we mentioned that, believe me, I mentioned that at the top. So stay tuned, pal. I think you, Bill, and all of our listeners will enjoy this little interview with Vince Papali. Uh, here we go. With the Philadelphia Eagles just a couple of steps away from a second Super Bowl title, well, let's talk to a legendary Eagle from the late 1970s. Heck, they made a movie about this guy. It is the invincible one himself. Vince Papali. Vince, how you doing, man? Oh, it's great. Yeah, I'm back in Philly. I come in from Jupiter. just got in town. You can you can feel the energy already. And, I, you know, I know you tell you right off the bat, um, I was one year away from that Super Bowl in 80. But uh, I'm so glad that it's somebody different than the Cowboys. I'm it just I'm just so sick of that Eagles-Cowboy <laughs> thing, you know. And it, it, it would be all about the rivalry. It would be all about that. Now we've got some fresh talent coming in and, 
you know, we got Brock and, the, you know, we got the tight end. We got the running. I mean, it's going to be really a great matchup and, and, and pretty cool. And it's nice to have the West Coast, East Coast going. So I'm really excited. Can't wait. I'm going to be the there way, on Sunday. Yeah. You mentioned you're in from Jupiter. We should mention that's not the planet, but Jupiter, hey, Florida, right? Well, some, <laughs> some people think I came from Jupiter because I think I played a couple too many games without a helmet. But uh, no, yeah, I live, I'm in Jupiter, Florida. The, uh, man, I, there's so many, you know, that's all golf there. It's it's amazing. I just left oh, 82 degrees, but it's okay. I'll take it anytime because. I'm in town with the Eagles, and I'm so excited about our team. Vince, I wanted to talk to you this particular week for a couple of reasons, multiple reasons, actually. I mean, you're always a great guest. Uh, and like the rest of us, you're excited about what's happening with this Eagles team. You and your daughter, Gabriella, recently debuted a podcast, which we will talk about. And this fact, the last time we had you on Philly Press Box Radio, believe it or not, was exactly five years ago, January 24th, 2018, and we know what happened a week and a half later, the birds winning that first Super Bowl. So let's see if we can get a repeat performance of that. Uh, Vince, first of all, how much fun are you having watching this 2022-23 Eagles team? Well, it's, it's pretty cool. You know, first of all, you, you know, you mentioned that uh, 2018. Yeah. And uh, just before I got here, I got word from my daughter, Gabriella, uh, that, and I'm real excited about our show, by the way, Gabbing with Invincible. So it's around. Uh, that Doug Peterson is the uh, NFL coach of the year. Man, the, the job he did. And you know what? The, he, when you take a look at what he did with the Eagles back then and that talent he had and how he brought them to winning the Super Bowl back in 18. And, um, he, you know, some really good moves having been made by guys that were holdovers from that uh, that team. And then, you know, they've done a tremendous job in, in picking up. And finally, they, 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 got, they got a good draft, you know. And Jalen, certainly, he's been around for a couple of years. You can see him now beginning to flourish. He's getting real comfortable uh, reading defenses and understanding um, the pre-snap look and those kinds of things. And and ironically, uh, Gardner Minshew, his backup, is living uh, right here in this house that I'm doing this podcast from in Queen Village, Philadelphia, which is my house. Uh, and he and, he, and, he, uh, he and Vinny uh, were friends from way back when he graduated from college because they trained together uh, down at Boca Raton. So it's, it's pretty exciting. So, but, you know, it, it's really fun to watch. And um, and to see these guys, you know, and, and the and the uh, just the excitement, the attitude, and there's a bunch of guys on that team that you can really like, you know, you can attach yourself to. And but I'll tell you what, I had to bring this out. I had to bring this out. I knew it was going to come. We we talk about it. There it is. That's that's my replica <laughs> of my favorite Philadelphia Eagle. And it's not a running back, quarterback line. It's a, it's a lineman. It's the center man. He makes it all happen. Jason Kelsey approved of that, I'm sure. Hey, what do you think of the Birds' wide receivers, these guys, Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown? Well, you know, there's, there's nobody better. You've got two 1,000-yard receivers. Uh, you know, uh, and, and Devontae, I, I just, when he first came in, I, you know, I mean, he's, 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 uh, he's pretty skinny and all, but, man, oh, he's, a, he's a hitter. He's tough. Uh, he gets the job done. And A.J., you know, he's, 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 you know, he's, come, he's got a pedigree. And, uh, you know, maybe, maybe he's got to calm down a little bit when he's not seeing the ball. You know, you don't want anything to happen there. But, uh, man, those two talents. But I'll tell you what really makes that work and what makes those guys work, because you cannot pass up on our tight ends, especially Dallas Goddard. Mm -hmm. And uh, just, to, you know, with, with a tight end that San Francisco has, uh, you know, and, and Goddard, you know, it's not a matchup, but it's going to be so much fun watching them. And you can just see the offenses and the running game. And, and I really think Dallas is the key to our offense aside from uh, – Aside from jail and, and of course the offensive line, which is so very important to make that run. You got to yeah. get that running game going though. You know, oh, and that's yeah. why San Francisco is so valuable and so dangerous, you know, because of McCaffrey and what they've got going there. And they believe, see, that's the key. They've got that attitude, you know, and, and that's mm -hmm. what the Jags had when they got to where they were going. And, and the Eagles had that lost it a little bit, uh, but I think they got it back now after this Giants game, that was an impressive, yeah. impressive win. And I came in thinking that the Giants had no weaknesses and the Eagles exposed everything that they had. And, man, you know, you got to feel good about their chances this weekend. I feel good about them. You've been watching the playoffs, I'm sure. How good is the 49ers team uh, with a last-man-drafted quarterback? And, you know, they're going to be in Philly this Sunday. What is the atmosphere going to be like at 3 o'clock Sunday afternoon at the link? Well, it's going to be half crazy, I'll tell you that. You know, the, you know, there'll be plenty of time for them to tailgate when they open up at 8. Uh, the Eagles have me, uh, have me going uh, – having some real fun because I'm going to be going out at 1130 in a golf cart uh, with all the tailgaters. 
And nice. then I'll be at the Hyundai Club. If anybody's going to the game and watching this, you know, I'll see you either out on the uh, in the tailgates and I'll see you at the Hyundai Club from one, from one to kick to two to kickoff. But I, uh, you know, um, it, it's going to be just so much fun to see this great town. And you know, you talk about Purdy coming in. Is that is that one of the best stories in the NFL this year? It's just a classic. This is fresh. This is exciting. This is new. And uh, we'll see how Jalen Jalen handles the pressure because uh, you know everybody's going to be looking at him as well. I'll get your predictions later in this uh, chat for the two Sunday games. But something else that's pretty cool, you and your daughter, Gabriella, recently started a podcast together, Gabbing with Invincible. And in the debut episode, you talked about all sorts of things beyond football, including your family. And I think that also probably molded you into the dad that you are today because you rarely go a day without telling us that you love us at least once or twice a day. Well, at least, you know, yeah. and every phone call, every text, whatever it is. And to me, it, it means a lot. That's well, cool. they're, my, they're my why. You know, you, you wonder, you know, through your journey of life, why do you do what you do? Why do you take risks? Why do you go to the extra measure? Why do you, why are you willing to pay the price? You know, and, and, and I got this great quote, and this is where it all comes from, uh, from my high school coach, George Corner at Interborough High School. When I was trying out for a team of 30, said, happy are those who dream dreams and are willing to pay the price to make their dreams come true. And this is why I look at my, my son, Vinny, you know, he's playing in the USFL, be with Memphis mm-hmm. this year. Uh, his dream is to play in the NFL. Gabriella's was to, was to do what she was going to do. She wanted to get into broadcasting. Now she's doing it. And um, we know when I was a kid and in our neighborhood, you know, it was uh, it, love wasn't the word. But now, you know, I, I just challenge everybody out there, you know, when they have whatever it is and what drives them to do what they do every day. Uh, it's very simple. It's my family. It's my wife, Janet, uh, who's my rock. You know, I met her 30 years ago and, you know, I was on the top of Everest and I had slid down. And when I met Janet, you know, she brought me right. I'm not ever going to be on Everest again. But, you know, she she uh, together we team up and we've got these two beautiful kids, Gabby and Vinny. And I'm so excited. But this podcast is going to be really cool because I can't mention I can mention a few names that are obvious. But uh, it, it's out there. It's on Spotify. It's on iTunes. It's on YouTube. And and uh, first up, it's out there right now. So it's easy to find. Yep, there it is. Gabbing with Invincible. I found it on YouTube, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, so Gabbing with Invincible.com. It, it's really it's Gabbing, G-A-B-B-I-N-G with Invincible.com. Mm-hmm. So she's she's the uh, she's a millennial. You know, I'm the old dog that every once in a while can be taught a new trick. You know, I'm the uh, I'm the boomer. So. It'll be fun. That's some great guests lined up and some big name guests. It's going to be a great time to do this. I look forward to checking it out for sure. Hey, Vince, since we last talked with you, a couple of things happened that I wanted to ask you about. Not only did you lose a sister, my condolences on that, you also lost a former teammate and a great friend, oh. this guy, uh, Denny Franks. You know, we had him on the show once. What a super upbeat guy he was. Uh, you know what? It's so funny. I was flying in on the flight yesterday. Not funny. It was tragic because Dennis my best friend, my soulmate, my roommate, my everything, my kid's godfather, I love him. He's my brother that I didn't have, my brother from another mother. Look at him there. So uh, I'm flying in American from West Palm Beach Airport down here to Philly, and uh, and I look for movies, and God darn of Invincible's there, and, and I started seeing the movie, and the first time I saw 53 in the movie, I broke down, because it's the first time I've seen the movie since his death, which was in, in, in October two years ago. And, um, you know, he was just so special. And I could not have been a Philadelphia Eagle without him. We did it together. In the movie, he was a little bit of an antagonist in the beginning and a protagonist. But throughout, in real life, uh, since 1976, 1975, when we were doormen together and we hated each other at Fran O'Brien's nightclub in Philly, uh, we were the best of friends. That picture is in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. It's called The Last Laugh. And Denny and I have a book, and it's in Amazon called Last laugh from vision to victory. So that's my man, Dennis. Yeah. That he, is a great he, picture for sure. Man. What a great teammate. Now, the other thing, something much more positive, uh, your former Eagles coach and still good friend today, Dick Vermeil, went into the Hall of Fame. I was out there in Canton last year for it, finally in there. I'm sure uh, that made you feel pretty good. Oh, my God. So special. And we wait when we got the invitation from coach for us, the family to come in and we we came in gabby was coming from here i was coming from there uh we all we all got together i got actually we all got together in pittsburgh with all the flights going in and uh, then we drove in pittsburgh to canton we were there for it 
and I never could have been more proud to have seen Dick Vermeil up there and be with all my teammates. And then, you know, it was really cool, Chad, is afterwards uh, they had a party with all the guys from the Rams yeah. and all the guys from the Eagles that were there. There were about a hundred of us. <laughs> you, you talking about, <laughs> it was, it was great. It was a good time. But coach Vermeil, man, you know, I was watching the movie and I'm thinking Greg Kinnear yesterday and how well Kinnear did it. But, you know, Dick Vermeil and Carol Vermeil and the family, and we're so close, we're attached to them. Uh, to give me that opportunity, that shot, it's, it still blows my mind. You know, the fact I'm talking to you saying I'm a former Philadelphia Eagle, you know, it's it's Dick Vermeil. He gave me that shot. But he has a great saying. He said, when you get the shot, you better be ready for it, baby. And uh, I was ready. <laughs> Every yeah. time I was ready. That was so cool. What a great guy. We've had him on the show a couple of times oh, also. Yeah, yeah. You know, he never stops. Hall of Fame last year. He never stops, he never stops learning. You oh, know? I know. Yeah, he's the best. Still going strong. Hey, you got something going on this Saturday. I know you like old cars, antique cars, and new cars, and you're going to be at the Philadelphia Auto Show at the Pennsylvania Convention Center in Philly. What do you got going on there? Well, I'm really excited for a couple of things. So first of all, I'm representing uh, Faulkner uh, Buick uh, GMC and uh, and my, my buddy Pat Duffy. So they called, and I had done it a few years ago. So uh, the, the black ties at the um, at the auto show. That's Friday night, and then Saturday. I will be uh, I will be there somewhere on the floor uh, signing autographs from one to three for a Faulkner Buick GMC. So I'm looking forward to it, and um, it's going to be pretty cool. And I'm going to be doing a uh, a pep rally uh, on one of the uh, the Philly networks on Friday morning out of Chickies. Nice. So a lot of stuff going on and hitting the Flyers game tonight. I'm going all Philly the whole time. <laughs> oh, it is going to be a fun week in and around Philly for sure. All right, your predictions, Vince. Uh, a couple of games on Sunday. You got Kansas City taking on Cincinnati. The Bengals are suddenly uh, becoming more of a favorite than Chiefs, I think. And then, of course, the Eagles and 49ers at the link. Who you got in those two games? Well, the Bengals, I'm looking for the Bengals. I just like the Bengals. It's nothing against the Chiefs, but I just know this whole team and, and the character around them and Joe Burrow. I just, you know, let's go again and see what they can do. And I see them being in the Super Bowl against those Eagles. Uh, you know, it's it, it's going to be it's going to be close. I I, I see it uh, four or five points, but uh, you know it could come down to that field goal. Who knows? But uh, you know the Eagles with the fans and 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 just to, you know to travel everything else. I I think that's uh, and the talent. I mean the Eagles if that game against the Giants. I, I I didn't see too many weaknesses if I saw any. Everybody's back healthy. It's good to get uh, it, it's good to get to sixty five back in there. You know so and. Now, the offensive yeah. line is intact, so I see the Eagles. You know, it's, it's going to be close, but it's going to be the birds. Vince, this has been a blast, as I knew it would. Thanks so much for making your return visit to Philly Press Box Radio. Enjoy these next several days in Philadelphia. Appreciate it, Chad. It's going to be great. Hey, man, it's a Philly thing, and it's also a family thing. And um, great to be a part of the Philadelphia family. Thank you so much. Go, birds. Yeah, baby. Fly, Eagles, fly. <laughs> Ah, you gotta love it. That's a Delco guy for you, Chet. Yes, it is. He's great. I, I love Vince, man. What an upbeat, fun guy he is. A absolutely. And, uh, you know, all the best to him and his family. I think they're all down here in Jupiter now. And uh, Jupiter's a great area, uh, yeah. by the way. Um, very exclusive area Ooh. also. Mike Schmidt lives in Jupiter, by the way. Oh, okay. Hey, so, uh, our, our friend Jane sent me this picture this afternoon back in 1976 which of course was vince's rookie year with the eagles he did a public appearance and it was at uh the opening of jane's brother's uh cancer wing it was the david pearson cancer research lab at the university of pennsylvania so that of course is vince on the right jane our friend next to him and Jane's brother, Bob, in the background. And on the far left is uh, the late David's wife. I believe her name is Dorothy. So, yeah, 1976. Wow, time sure flies. Yes, it does. That's a that's a cool picture. Great, great yeah. keepsake. Hey, you, you know, uh, Vince knows his football, and I, I'm kind of with him on this thing. A uh, lot of excitement around this Eagles team, Chet, and, and Lane Johnson. And we, we didn't get a chance to talk to him. He was uh, – Light duty today at practice, and I didn't get a chance to uh, to check. Uh, but Christian McCaffrey is also day to day. I don't know if he's still day to day today. He was yesterday. 
Yeah, I don't know what the update is on uh, him at all, but I, I can't imagine that he wouldn't, you know, be playing because th this game is for a trip to the Super Bowl. So if you can walk, you're going to be out there. You know that. Well, we're going to find out with Patrick Mahomes. I mean, unless you're Jason Peters, you know, then you just take it off. Well, right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and, and Patrick Mahomes is kind of in the same deal. Whether he can go or not is going to be well, he's a big, going. A he's big going. thing, too. Uh, well, you know. Uh, um, Coach Reed said Mahomes looked decent at the walkthrough yesterday, and he was going to try a full practice today. But you know, barring something unforeseen, Mahomes is going to be out there and hopefully, you know, play well because everybody wants that to be a good game. Depending, you know, no matter who you pick, you want to see a good game. Absolutely. Hey, um, I'm going to throw a stat at you, Chet, because I'm going to tell you how this game's going to play out. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you before Boop gets on, because we know we're all picking the Eagles, so it's not not going to be a secret. But I'm going to tell you something. In the first five games of the season, Jalen Hurts carried the ball 68 times in those five games. Mm -hmm. Okay, 17, 11, 9, 16, and 15. 68. You can check my math if you want. I'll trust you. The last five games, he's carried the ball 47 times. Hmm. 5, 7, 17, 9, 9. You know what's going to happen this week? What's that? The Eagles are going to open up this offense, and Jalen Hurts running the football is going to dominate this game. So you're thinking at least 15 runs by Hurts. Well, I'm thinking it's going to be – it may not be that many because they're going to be successful. Hmm. But he is going to – you know, they've kept him pretty protected since he – actually, I've thought this all along since they went – whatever they got to 11 and 0 or whatever they were at the time that they were going, they kind of pulled this offense back and everybody got concerned that this offense was having troubles and this and that they pulled Jalen hurts out of this offense from the running game standpoint. And it's time to open that back up. And he, he is the wild card in this. What are they going to do? Are they going to blitz him? which you would think they'll want to put pressure on him, well, somebody better account for him because he's going to run down the field. And if they decide that they're going to put a spy on him, he's going to throw the football. So yeah, I, write, it down, pal, write it down, pal. Write it down. Jalen is going to be that. huge on Sunday. Yeah. I, I tell you, I like the Eagles' weapons. I know San Francisco has a very good defense, number one overall, I think. Um, but the Eagles have so many weapons, and everybody's pretty healthy right now, including Hurts. So uh, I'm, I'm looking for, you know, a pretty good offensive performance by our birds. Yeah, yeah. Well, I like I say, I think I think they've pulled they pulled things back and they're going to open it back up. It's it's time, and uh, this is a good defense they're going to face. But yeah, they're they're they haven't. No one has probably faced an offense that has all eleven weapons. Usually, yeah. it's ten, and the quarterback's throwing the ball. Yep. This is the 11th weapon, and uh, you better be accounting for all of them because they're all good. We'll talk more about this with Boop in 15 minutes or so, but uh, let's move it along. we got some things to cover here. We do. Uh, hey, and let's jump right to uh, Allstate Insurance. It's winter time. It's cold. A little weather rolled through the, the northeast uh, oh, this yeah. morning. And, uh, hey, you're going to spend more time on your sofa than in your car. It's time for you to start saving. Yeah, some areas actually getting a little snow up here. We just got rain, heavy rain today. But anyway, Allstate's pays your go auto insurance puts you in control. You only pay for the miles you drive. With the same full coverage that a traditional policy offers, pay-per-mile insurance gives customers greater control of their insurance costs. See how much you can save with pay-per-mile car insurance by calling your local agent. In Westchester, Pennsylvania, that is Dave Lavoy. Call Dave at 610-430-0700. Again, 610-430-0700. 0700 and start to save more now that you are driving less absolutely well hey while we're out driving what's going on over at the irish rover station house it's almost valentine's day they got a lot going on yeah i'm sure they'll have something for that and a couple other things on the schedule uh for example this thursday evening from 5 to 8 p.m i'm gonna zip over there for this tomorrow evening, the Rover teaming up with Trogues Beer for a first squeeze happy hour event celebrating the seasonal release of Nugget Nectar. Sample the beer and snag some swag too. Plus, you know by now that the Rover has Quizzo every Wednesday evening and a DJ providing some great music this Saturday night. And oh yeah, there's a little football game this Sunday. So if you're going to hang at home for Sunday's Eagles game, 
Pre-order some of the Irish Rovers fantastic wings. My favorites, the sweet and spicy. Trust me on that. The number is right there on the screen, 215-970-5412. Or just go to the Rover because they're going to have uh, tailgate menu, $5 specials and beer specials. Man, you won't be disappointed. Otherwise, at the Rover, happy hour specials, dinner specials, Thursday through Sunday. And soon we'll give you details about how the Rover will celebrate its 10th anniversary at its Bellevue Avenue location in Langhorne. Find out more about all of the above at the website, irishroverstationhouse.com. Talk to us, Merrill. Where are you? There you go. Hi, football fans. This is Merrill Reese, and you're listening to Bill and Chet on Philly Press Box Radio. It's good! And it is good, Jet. I'm telling you what, fun time, fun time. Merrill's enjoying this. Absolutely. Hey, I wanted to throw something out real quick. Uh, Mike Klein, whoops, I got the wrong one. Roseanne's on there. Good to see Roseanne, your sister, by the way. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mike Klein uh, from Philly of the South is on here. He commented several times about Vince. Um, Just a heads up, and I, I... Mike will get with, we will get with Mike as this gets closer to next season. Uh, but you know, uh, the Eagles are coming to Tampa again next yes, year. That's and right. Mike runs Philly, the South, which is the very large, uh, Philly fan club in Tampa. And they have Vince Papali lined up to be a guest at one of their games. I don't know that it's at the Eagles game, mm, but well, for it, if it is, well, he lives here now. So, right. um, I, they, Mike was working on that. And, uh, so if you're keep an eye on that. So if you're down in yeah. Tampa or in the Tampa area, uh, anytime, keep an eye on that. Go to see Philly of the South with Mike Klein for the Vince Papali uh, gathering, and hopefully it's Eagles weekend now, and that'd be a really great time. It's uh, heck, I don't know, Mike could tell us, but they get three or four hundred Eagles fans at those uh, nice. each game. So yeah, I got to get down there. And of course we don't know the schedule yet. That'll come out, I guess sometime in April, but yeah, the Eagles are playing in Tampa this fall. So that'll be something to think about. They, something they to look are. into. So keep an eye on that. We'll, we'll talk more about it as we go. Hey, Jed, right. uh, we mentioned spring training, speaking of Clearwater, um, baseball hall of fame announced its class of 2023 yesterday to join Fred McGriff. And we have former Philly Cincinnati Reds, St. Louis Cardinal third baseman, Scott Rowland, is a the newest member of the Baseball Hall of Fame. What do you say about that, sir? Well, he was borderline all along, but he's a guy who, when he first got on the ballot, he was getting only like 10 or 12%. I think he's one of the you know guys who made the biggest increase or went up from the lowest level to actually become a Hall of Fame member. And, you know, he, he was certainly not a lock for the Hall of Fame, but people who say he absolutely doesn't belong, I disagree. I'm not saying he is, is a lock, but... His numbers are pretty good. I could make a case for him if you want me to, Bill. You would probably have to because he doesn't belong. You think Brooks Robinson is a Hall of Famer? Certainly Brooks Robinson is a Hall of Famer. Okay. Brooks Robinson was a 16-time Gold Glove Award winner, played 23 seasons or parts of 23. Scott Rowland played parts of 17 seasons, was an eight-time Gold Glove Award winner. Their fielding percentage, almost identical. Brooks was... uh, 971 percent at third base scott roland 968 percent offensively there's no match scott roland over a 162 game schedule averaged 25 home runs and 102 rbis that's per 162 games brooks robinson 15 homers and 76 rbi batting average scott roland 281 brooks robinson 267 um War, wins against replacement, they were close. Brooks had the edge there, 78.5, Scott Rowland, 70.1. And if you go by that war, and a lot of people do because they say, you know, that's, you know, something that's going to help your team win the game. Rowland is ninth overall in baseball history among third basemen. Seven of the eight guys ahead of him are in the Hall of Fame. The only one who isn't is Andre Beltre. He's not eligible yet. So tell me why he's not eligible. Tell me. shouldn't be there. Tell me because the game has changed so much. Did you ever say that Scott Rowland was the greatest third baseman of all time? No, but I said he was the best during he, his era. 
well, that that's questionable in its own self. Oh. How did did Chipper Jones not play in Scott Rowland's there? <laughs> because if you want to bring those numbers up, you are talking a big leaguer and a little leaguer. Uh, okay, uh, but, but you, you want to count defense in the day. In Tell the day, defense. you would say Brooks Robinson before Mike Schmidt came along. That Brooks Robinson was the greatest third baseman of all time. Him and Eddie Matthews probably. Yeah. Uh, Eddie Matthews the better hitter. But anyway, with that said. I think if you're going to look at Hall of Famers, you have to say, is Scott Rowland more deserving to be in the Hall of Fame than Dale Murphy, Dave Parker, Keith Hernandez, Don Mattingly, Lou Whitaker? I think you might, actually. <laughs> if yeah. you look at the numbers and really watch him play, I think you may have a little anti-Scott Rowland bias. There, no, but... no, no, not at all. Not at all. I mean, the guy got, what, 2,000 hits. Yeah. Heck, Larry Boa's got 2,500 hits, 2,400 hits. Jimmy Rollins has 2,400 hits. He was a rookie of the year, uh, seven or a seven time All Star. That All Stars mean nothing. They're voted by people Mm. like you. No. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Fans like me and you. That's part of the vote. That's not the whole thing. It's pretty much the whole thing. Okay. I, like I said, I'm not saying he was a definite should be in there guy. I know he was borderline, but I'm saying you can certainly make a case for him being in there. Look at so, some of the other names on this list. By yeah, the way, let's talk about Jimmy Rollins. Rollins. Yeah, Jimmy Rollins still only getting 12.9%. That does not bode well for him. Bobby Abreu also 15.4%. Yeah, he's another guy who you're going to say, yeah, he's probably not worthy. But I think no, Rollins I, is. And I think Actually, Rollins if you look at better. Bobby Abreu's numbers, they're better than Scott Rollins' numbers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Abreu, his numbers are pretty good. Uh, but th- I think with Abreu, it's more of the eye test thing. You think, eh, he was a good hitter, but, you know, just kind of lackluster in right field. But, yeah, the numbers would support Abreu for being a Hall of Famer. So it's it's tough, I know. It is. But it's always it's always a fun debate. Uh, but, oh, yeah. I mean, I would have been perfectly happy if nobody on that list got in. Uh, it just, you know, we there there was a big brouhaha when Harold Baines got in. Uh, like, why should he have gotten in? But he did at least have 26, 2700 hits. But uh, Scott Rowland, I, I just, I never watched the game and said, this is a must-see game because Scott Rowland's coming to the plate. It's just. Well, yeah, not offensively, but he, I love to watch him play third base. He was really good. Mike oh, Schmidt said good. he's better than me at third base. So, well, he he was he was a good third baseman, no doubt about that. But very uh, good. Keith Hernandez was a really good first baseman too. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, oh, by the way, the John Middleton I think said they want to do something for Scott Rowland, and that should be really interesting because, as you know, probably seventy percent of Phillies fans were not big Rowland fans. So. We'll see how that goes. We'll see if they do it and if Roland wants to be part of it. Yeah, well, I, <laughs> I'm not sure I would do that if I yeah. were him I, I'm sure they'll talk to him. They're not just going to schedule it without talking to him first. So let's move right. along, Bill. All right. Well, hey, let's give a shout-out to all the shows over at the Edge of Philly Sports Network this well, week. As always, wall-to-wall coverage. You can catch it all, the action, on www.eopsports.com. Dot com as well as Edge of Philly Sports on YouTube. You can find our show on Philly Press Box Radio YouTube channel as well. Help us out by hitting that subscribe, follow, and like buttons. And as always, share with your family and friends. As you can see, for Sunday, if uh, you don't have anything to do between now and then, uh, pregame, halftime, postgame, it's all on there. So check it all out and a uh, bunch of stuff leading up to Sunday as well. So jump on in and enjoy it. Please do. All right. Hey, Chet, real quick, the Sixers went out west. They won all five of their games. Usually a bad trip during the season is whenever they go out west. Not this year. Boston has finally lost a couple games. Sixers now just three and a half games behind the Celtics. They've climbed into second place in the east, making a little move. Yeah, they are. Uh, good to see Boston finally lose in a couple of games, so maybe the Sixers can get a little closer to the top spot. I haven't heard if Embiid is playing tonight or not because he's still nursing a left foot uh, 
problem. I know how you <laughs> feel about that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, uh, Ben Simmons and company in town. So net sixers. Boy, there's been not a whole lot of buzz about that game because of the Eagles, of course, going to the NFC Championship. Oh, Bob Sullivan, not a big Hall of Fame fan. Uh, what can you say? All right, so yeah, Sixers, Nets, uh, Sixers playing well. Keep it going, guys. We got a long way to go. Still thirty plus games, so uh, it's a long way to May. Yeah, and your your man will be back in town tonight. Uh, you gonna you, your guy? Your guy from the Nets? Uh, I'm, I'm not, Yeah, he's not my guy. Yeah, well, he's not you, my you know guy. I was wondering about him. I know who you're talking about. I know who you're yeah. talking about. So both hey, of your favorites. Chet. Let's do random chat later, but let's get Boop on before uh, he falls asleep. Boop on ready. Us. Let's do it. Welcome our man from Boop Stats, Bob Patron Jr. He's got his playoff beard on. He's brought to us by Splits Bar and Grill. Boop, it's time to make some championship weekend picks and better tidbits. Welcome. Hey, Boop. Hello, guys. Good to see you. Isn't, isn't that random chat? Random chat's coming up soon. I'm always random. Yes. Here they come, Boop. Here. Hey, Boop from Robbie. They love Boop. Boop. Hi, Robbie. Joe said <laughs> Boop everywhere. You're a I'm hero. Yeah, talk about I'm a lot of things. Though. I hear a lot. <laughs> All right, hey Chet, uh, how do we do it? Super or whatever it was, weekend? divisional round last week. Divisional round. What are our standings? How do we do? Well, last weekend both Boop and I were a perfect four and O. Oh, while you, Bill, switched out your pick, took Buffalo like a fool. I knew they weren't going to win. So uh, since he beat them, you were three and one. So I am now fifty-six and thirty-two full games up on you, Bill. Still seven ahead of Boop. So Boop's officially eliminated. I'm starting to plan my parade route, guys. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm going to throw you a little wild card uh, as we get to the end here. So just go <laughs> ahead and gloat for just a minute. Okay. Hey, hey, Boop, check out Joe. Joe's sending you a message. Whoop, wrong one. Hang on. Stud. Wow. <laughs> Stuck to carried away. <laughs> uh, oh, all he right. misspelled I owe funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we're picking both the playoff games. Um, we're down to just three games. Let's go AFC first, boop, uh, Sunday's late game. Cincinnati travels to Kansas City. Bengals minus two and a half. Patrick Mahomes, I guess, still up in the air, although they're going to uh, he's he's try playing. to go. Yeah, he's playing. There's no question he's going to play. Um, you know, if Cincinnati wins, that would be – they'd be 4-0 against the Chiefs over 13 months. And since the Chiefs are 26-2 and two against everybody else since November 1st, 2021, that would be an unbelievable team accomplishment, uh, owning a good a team like that so well over the course of that time. Um, and he's not going to let that happen. I'm going Team Kelsey AFC for this one. Wow. That does not surprise me, knowing that the Chiefs are your second favorite team. I'm going with the hot Bengals, and they seem to be uh... – the, the betting favorite right now. This line opened with KC favored by a couple of points. Now I think Cincinnati's up two and a half as far as the odds makers. I'm taking the Bengals. Well, I'm not going to make up any ground on this one because I think the Bengals are going to win. I think they're going to win with a healthy Mahomes. Wow. I, right. I, I'm just, I, I don't know why. I just feel like they, they're playing good ball. I'll have what Bill's smoking. <laughs> <laughs> All uh, right, that gets us to Sunday afternoon. 49ers visit the link against the Eagles. Eagles minus two and a half. 49ers have some health issues with Christian McCaffrey. They got some legal issues with guys getting locked up. Yeah. They got some things going on out there. Tell me that bye week wasn't good for the birds. Yeah. Um, you know, we know the Eagles led the league in sacks this year. Realizing the league by 15 sacks. Uh, no team had done that since the 1967 Raiders, uh, neither the NFL and AFL. So I don't know that Purdy knows what he's getting himself into here as far as what the Eagles are going to bring to him defensively and what's gonna, what he's going to see, hear, and feel from the uh, 70,000 mm-hmm. – what's a nice word? Rabbit yeah, Around him at 3 o'clock. Team Kelsey it- for this game. 
All right. So Boop's Boop likes the Kelsey brothers going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm taking the Eagles as well. I think they're going to rattle Purdy. The fans are going to be going crazy. I think the Niners will keep it close, but in the end, I think the Eagles win 24-17 or better. So I'm taking the Eagles to win and cover. Yeah, I'm taking the Eagles to win and cover. And Boop, before you got on, I, I said I, I think Jalen Hurts is the key here. He is going to run the football this week. And I, I threw out a little stat. First five games of the year, he carried the ball 68 times. The last five games, he carried 47 times. It's time to open the offense back up. And if they want to blitz him, he is going to run wild. Yeah, and it, it helps because the other three, the three real running backs really are playing well. So those, you know, those, whoever they, yeah, San Fran puts in the box is not going to know where to look for the ball um, if it's not play action. So it's, yeah, it's a good point. It's like having four running backs back there. Yep. And I think they, they've closed down the playbook a little bit to protect him as the season's going yep. on. It's opening back up come Sunday. Yep. Yeah, put it all on the table now. That's right. Well, hey, Boop, throw us out some Splits Bar and Grill tidbits for this week. What you got? All right. Well, you know, San Francisco is the only NFC team that has never played a postseason game in Philadelphia. Uh, that will change at 3 o'clock Sunday. Uh, but there are six NFC teams that are winless uh, in playoff games in Philadelphia, and that's going to be seven by about 6.30 on Sunday. Uh, as far as the AFC, uh, Joe Burrow is trying to become just the second of the last 24 overall number one picks uh, to win a Super Bowl with the team that drafted him. The only one in that time that did so? How about Chiefs tackle Eric Fisher in 2013? A couple of betting things for you. Two things I've cashed in on both postseason weekends so far. Every team scoring a touchdown. Uh, it's now been 23 consecutive games that playoff, each playoff team has scored a touchdown. That's the longest streak I could find dating back to the mid-70s when they went 33 games in a row with uh, every playoff team scoring. The last team that hasn't scored a touchdown in the playoffs, how about the Kansas City Chiefs against Tom Brady in Super Bowl 55? Lastly, uh, i also been winning on scoring in every quarter. Uh, two weekends, two payouts. Gotta love it. Pays for Chet beers at the bar. Um, the last time there was a season in which they were scoring in every quarter was 2006. So scoring is up consistently team-wise, timing-wise. Um, you can still bet those things at, I know, DraftKings and at FanDuel. Obviously, the odds are lower because there's fewer games. But if you like betting the wide open things like that, um, which I do and I've been hitting them, join me. Go Very get them, good. good stuff. Hey, so I'm going to throw one at you for the Super Bowl just so we can make this interesting. We're going to pick the winner. We're going to pick the spread, and we're going to pick the over-under. We got three bets going on for Super Bowl. How about we pick the He's MVP? trying to catch me in the standings, so he's just making Whatever. crap up now. Well, hey, <laughs> let's see if you got what it takes. All right. There, hey, don't plan, any, don't plan any victory parades around us. Okay, okay. Right, Boop? Yes, no victory parades. Drinking parades. <laughs> we can't go through another year listening to that defending whatever that thing Early is. Barely made it through this one. That's right. Well, we hey, Chet, before, before we let you go, let everyone know where they can follow you, what you got going on on social media. Yeah, I've, uh, I've been pumping a lot of NFL stats up early in the morning on Boopstats, on Twitter, at Boopstats. Um, I do a lot of them. I also post them on my website, Boopstats.com. If you want to grab uh, one of my long lists and print it, or the TV schedule I do every day that are on there to easy to print. Uh, and I'm on a Facebook with, uh, you know, Facebook slash Boop Stats where I put stuff. If you're, a, you know, a lot of the, how do we say, elder gentlemen prefer Facebook to uh, to Twitter. So, you know, I put it up there also. And, uh, you know, if I could find someone to teach me how to do TikTok or Instagram or that <laughs> stuff or, you know, Craigslist, I'd, I'd probably try that too. But, you know. I'm eliminating the scope, and there's only so much electricity available in my house. <laughs> right. Well, you know, Boop, I have to tell you, I, I told you before about using your TV list. Uh, the other week, last weekend, whatever it was, I couldn't find the game. Villanova, Georgetown. I knew it was on. I couldn't find it. I was like, I know I know where to find that. <laughs> went, to, went to Boop's page, Boop's stats. There it was, FS1 or whatever it was. Yeah. I said, boom, got it. 
Oh, I appreciate that. That's great. You know, this all stemmed from when we came back from the pandemic and, you know, there were new schedules and teams were overlapping. None of the people at the bar knew what was on. So I started putting it together, you know, just the NBA, the NHL and baseball. And it's developed into, you know, I couldn't find it anywhere. So I just kept developing it more and more. And, you know, it's kind of like a little hobby I have. So there you go. Hey, you're getting a lot of comments about the beard, Boop. Yeah, it'll be hot by the weekend. I I got a a tuxedo fitting for my daughter's wedding on Saturday, Um, and I got to meet. I got. I'm going to see the groom and his parents, so I think I'm going to shave for that. But I wanted to have it for you guys and Joe (laughs) and Jane. Yeah, all of them. Get out of here, Boop. (laughs) All right, Boop. Thanks, pal. We'll see you uh, next. We go see him next week. No, you taking a week off? Maybe we'll see. We'll figure it out. Oh, (laughs) hang on, Boop. Yeah, Jane like says, that. Jane says, no, you can't. Oh, she likes the beer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she followed that up with the Eagles need it. Yeah, break the news to my wife that I'll be home uh, with her all, all next Wednesday. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, all right. Boop, thanks, bud. We'll talk to you. Stay I'll dry. You, all right. Talk to you. Hey, Phil, I got to tell you, Philly Sports Trips is getting ready for Sunday. You know that. And they are also ready for the Super Bowl. They're excited about the birds now one trip away from the return of the Super Bowl with the big game set for next month in Arizona. Philly Sports Trips is taking 100% fully refundable deposits for trips out there. It's going to be difficult to get to Zona. But Philly Sports Trips wants to reward the fans that commit early by guaranteeing them a seat on their private charter jet and a room at the hotel, depending on which package you choose. A deposit of 499 bucks reserves your spot if the Eagles make it to the Super Bowl. Why place a deposit? Well, all deposits are fully refundable or transferable to any future trips. If the Eagles do make the big game, but you aren't happy with the package for any reason, you can still get a full refund if requested prior to Monday at 5 p.m. That's a day after the Niners game. Early registration guarantees that you have the best access to flights and hotels. Philly Sports Trips Charter Flight is filling up quickly. I saw that they're more than half full. Hotel rooms are limited. So get on the case, will you? All the details at phillysportstrips.com. Meanwhile, Sherry's Ticket Town has tickets available for you for this Sunday's game. Sherry'sTickets.com is easy to use and has no hidden fees. The price you see is the price you pay. Pay less and, heck, you'll enjoy to play more with Sherry'sTickets.com. Save even more by using the exclusive promo code EOP10. Don't pay hidden fees and save 10%. Why use any other ticket reseller and get those hard-to-come-by tickets to the big games? Of course, Sherry'sTickets.com also has hard-to-get theater and concert tickets. Remember, use the promo code EOP10. Get 10% off the website, Sherry'sTickets.com. Hey, I I have a question for you regarding Sherry's Tickets, and I don't know if you know the answer to this, but we could probably get it. Um, (laughs) Do you have to be buying Philadelphia area tickets? I Are don't they know the nationwide? If, if Al's on, he could probably tell us, but I don't right. know the well, answer. We'll into that because uh, I know we have listeners all over the place. And if uh, you can get tickets at your local place rather than uh, go through Ticketmaster or whatever in a place like Florida, why not? Doesn't hurt to check it out. Sherry's That's tickets. Right. We will do it. Hey, before we hit random chat, uh, let, let's talk about next week's guests. Obviously, Vince Pally and Boop, great again tonight, as always. Who's coming to Philly Press Box Radio next week? Well, like last week, I thought I had somebody lined up. It didn't happen. I think I have somebody lined up next week, but we have to make it final on Monday. It's a guy who has a lot of inside information on the Eagles. I'll tell you that much, but I'm not going to tell you otherwise. You might consider him an Eagles insider, though. I'll tell you that much. So, uh Yes, that's something to look forward to next Wednesday. Hopefully it'll happen. No matter what happens on Sunday, we will be talking Eagles for sure next Wednesday with a great guest. I have this guy as a likely candidate and another guy as a backup if this guy doesn't make it. So, Well, I'll tell you, your, your, your pinch hitter tonight was quite good uh, with Vince Papali. Yeah, I was going to have Vince either this week or next week anyway, so it worked out great. Five years to the day that he was last on with us, and they went to the Super Bowl a week and a half later. There you go. Well, hey, uh, let's hit that bell. There you go. There it is. You know what the bell means, don't you, Bill? It's either somebody's at the front door or it's me squeezing in a random jet. Spoiler alert, 
it is the latter. And uh, I had a five or six minute version of this. I cut it down to just the, the latter part because I knew we'd be probably running out of time. It's me talking about some of the greatest albums of 1973. There were lots of great ones, but I'm just going to focus on the top 15 or so. Here you go. All right. Without further ado, my personal faves from 1973. Honorable mention would go to the debut album by Queen that included Keep Yourself Alive. The debut also from Montrose, which introduced us to the great Sammy Hagar, Rock the Nation and Rock Candy, among the many great songs on there. And a couple of true classics, Billy Joel's Piano Man and Paul McCartney and Wings' Band on the Run. Okay, let's do this now. My top 10 from 1973. Number 10, The Who's Quadrophenia, the third rock opera from The Who with so many great songs on it, such as The Real Me, 515, and Love, Rain, or Me. Number nine, a terrific Southern rock album, Brothers and Sisters by the Allman Brothers with the classics Ramblin' Man and Jessica on there. At number eight, the debut album from, yeah, the bad boys from Boston, Aerosmith, the LP that included Dream On and Walkin' the Dog. Seventh on my list, I mentioned this one earlier, David Bowie's A Lad Insane. Love that whole album, but especially Cracked Actor, Watch That Man, and of course, The Gene Genie. At number six, well, this one may surprise some people, but I love this album. Alice Cooper's Billion Dollar Babies. The title song plus great tunes like Hello, Hooray, Elected, No More Mr. Nice Guy, and the creepy I Love the Dead. I'm not apologizing. All right, now, my top five. First, in fifth, the debut from The Boss, Greetings from Asbury Park, New Jersey, where we got Bruce's first batch of great songs like Blinded by the Light, Growing Up for You, and Spirit in the Night. I'll tell you, my buddy Tom Cunningham is going to kill me for not having this one higher on my list. I'm sorry, TC. Uh, number four, anyway. Uh, boy, did I give this double album a whole lot of play on my turntable back in the day. Elton John's Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. So many great songs on there, with the first 20 minutes consisting of Funeral for a Friend, Love Lies Bleeding. Candle on the Wind, and Benny in the Jets. Wow. Number three, one of Led Zeppelin's many great albums, Houses of the Holy, with great tunes like Dancing Day, The Ocean, Over the Hills and Far Away, and Jermaker. Coming at number two, that amazing debut release, pronounced Leonard Skinner from those Southern rockers from Florida, with four of their classic tunes on that first album, Simple Man, Give Me Three Steps, Tuesday's Gone, and Freebird. Unbelievably, I never actually owned the album go figure and unquestionably my number one album from 1973 it's a lot of people's number one i'm sure a classic that stayed on the billboard album chart for 14 plus years pink floyd's epic dark side of the moon one of those albums that you can listen to start to finish all these years later and never tire of it on the run time money us and them etc wow impossible to top that one there you have it, 50 years later, memories of a slew of great music that still provides us lots of listening pleasure. You had, it, you had it, didn't you? Uh, I did, actually. Everybody our age had this one. They had to. It's the law. There you go. <laughs> Look at you know, Ambrose. What does he know? He's a <laughs> Yankees fan. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> All right. Ooh, that was That was tough. All right, hey, let's take another quick break and thank our friends over to PPCC 118 Raz Room. They post great sports memorabilia on their Facebook page so people can take a chance of winning something they may not be able to afford or have access to. All items come with certificates of authenticity. They continue to run out great autograph memorabilia from all the Philly teams and more. Check out their Facebook page. Like it or follow it. It's PPCC 118 Raz Room. That's right, PPCC 118 Raz Room on facebook and i could tell you chet uh there's been some jalen hurt stuff aj brown stuff brandon graham stuff jason kelsey stuff up there in the last couple days and uh more to come i believe wrap it up bill we gotta go all right let's do it let's thank tonight's special guest vince papali bob Vitrone jr our sponsors the irish rover station house bob sullivan's like your age.com ppcc 118 Raz room and Dave Lavoy of Allstate Insurance and Westchester, PA. For Jim Chechesco, this is Bill Furman. We hope you enjoyed the show. We'll join Philly Press Box Radio next Wednesday, February 1st already, Chet, at 7 p.m. And we'll be talking the road to the Super Bowl. 
You can see us live on Facebook. Listen to our website, phillypressboxradio.com, or blogtalkradio.com slash phillypressboxradio, on Google Podcasts, as well as Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and all the others. High hopes, Philadelphia sports fans, and go birds! (laughs) 